I want you, Joey. New York City. Me and you. You cannot run. You cannot hide. Bring whoever you got. Bring all your friends if you have any. Because I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Joey Janela is going to leave a legacy of being a complete and utter loser. That's right. Loser. So let me fill you in on something, Joey. While you've been jerking the curtain on dark, I put this goddamn company on my back. There's absolutely no denying that GCW did not start the day I got there. It's been around for years. A lot of people busted their ass. Their blood, their sweat, their tears. But guess what? It was for nothing. Complete pieces of garbage. Cardona and Green attacking Ricky Morton after the match. You wanted the attention. You wanted all these eyes on you. Now this is your chance. The problem is, Joey, you can't back it up. Hey, back Cardona! All bets are off now! The chains are off! I'm gonna hunt you down and in New York City at the Hammerstein Ballroom. I'm going to sacrifice you. Matt Cardona, you've been through Nick Gage. You've been through Effie. But you haven't been through the bad boy, Joey Janela. I am G C. W. I'm gonna kill you on Hammerstein, Joey! I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. You come here to hurt me, and I come here to maim you! For some of you, and that is that life sucks, and then you die. Doubt you've ever been in a real street fight. That looks at that pretty face. I don't think you've ever taken a punch before in your life. Now, now it's I, it's I for an eye. Now it's you. You take one of mine, and I take two of yours. Here, there. Sitting at home. Acknowledge it's Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood, WWE, AEW, MLW, NWA, New Japan, the Indies, and more. It's the Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday show with Jonathan Hood. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. TWT is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Use a promo code HOOD. My last name, H-O-O-D, and save 20%. Manscaped.com. Guys, you know you need some help down there, right? The weed whacker issues that you have down there. They've got the lawnmower 4.0. They've got the ball toner. <clears throat> because you know you need some help down there as well. Hey, just get ready for Valentine's Day the right way. 
by using Manscaped.com, do a little something different than you did in 2021. In 2022, use Manscaped.com. Use a promo code HOOD, my last name, H-O-O-D. I'd like to remind you also that the merchandise is available, uh, whether it is on my Instagram or Twitter. Just look for the merchandise for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, whether it's T-shirts or sweatshirts or mugs or tumblers. Check out the merchandise on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. It's right there in my bio. If you follow me on Instagram at WrestlingTWT, if you follow me on Twitter at WrestlingTWT, the link is right there. You click that link. It's it's called a link tree. So it's a link tree because everything's there. My podcast for the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast, for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, my show I do with Cap and Jay Hood, mornings on ESPN Chicago. Uh, so much stuff is in my link tree, but on top of it is the merchandise. I want you to represent Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, whatever wrestling show you go to. Raw in March, if you're listening in Chicago, when Raw is coming to town, wear a Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday sweatshirt or hoodie or sweatshirt, whatever you need, right? It's all there. Uh, when AEW comes to town, we'll talk about them in a moment. When AEW comes to town, if you go to an independent show, wear the Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday merch. Let people know the podcast of choice for you, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Wherever you're listening to us from, wherever you are in North America or around the world, thanks for listening to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday as we broadcast live from the wrestling capital of the world, Chicago, Illinois. Speaking of YouTube, youtube.com, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, youtube.com. Look for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Hit that subscribe button. That way you hear my thoughts. If I don't get it on the podcast, it'll be on YouTube. I might see something on Raw and I might just fire it up and have my guy, Pat the Designer, just lock it in and say, hey, I want to talk about Raw. Let's do this for a couple of minutes. It might be something on SmackDown. It might be something on... Gosh, it could be someone on AEW or something in Independence. You never know. Check out YouTube.com. Subscribe. That way you never miss my thoughts on wrestling throughout the week. Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Look for YouTube there for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Uh, by the way, there's a ticket giveaway. I'm doing all this business up front before I get into my topic. So it's a lot of business. I have a ticket giveaway. AEW Dynamite, if you're listening to the Chicagoland area, AEW Dynamite is coming to the Wintrust Arena in Chicago, downtown Chicago, on February 3rd. Every morning at 8.50 a.m. Central Time, we will give away your opportunity to win two tickets to see AEW in person at the Wintrust Arena in Chicago. I host Cap and Jay Hood. It's a morning show on ESPN 1000 Chicago. We ask you to download the ESPN Chicago app and you can listen to our show live between 7 and 10 a.m. Central Time. And if you don't, well, just remember, 8.50 all week long. This week, we will give away tickets for you to go see AEW Dynamite. It's our way of saying thanks for listening to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. So glad that... I was able to reconnect with um, All Elite Wrestling so we can give tickets away because if you are in the Chicagoland area or in the Midwest and you want to come down, we can hook you up with tickets to see AEW Dynamite at the Trust Arena. So again, I host Cap and J-Hood mornings 7 to 10, but remember, every morning at 8.50 a.m., we're giving away a pair for you to go. All right, our special guest is going to be Andre Viola. Andre Viola is an executive producer at SiriusXM's Busted Open. 
Andre is uh, really, really talented uh, and really takes care of all the hosts. You know, when I'm not doing Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, I do host on Busted Open on Sirius XM with Mark Henry or with Tommy Dreamer or with Bully Ray or Dave LaGreca or Ryan McKinnell. Uh, those guys are great, but Andre hooks us up with the information. So Andre Viola will join us, and we're going to get his thoughts about um, Game Changer Wrestling. Because at the Open, you probably were wondering, like, what's going on with the Open here? Well, what you heard is you heard Matt Cardona and Joy Janela set up their match at Game Changer Wrestling that emanated from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. So before we go into some of the highlights and the things I thought, you know, from watching GCW, let me just say this. That professional wrestling is at an all-time high again. There's always ebbs and flows with this sport, right? If you're a longtime wrestling fan, you know what I'm talking about, right? Because I go back to the territory days, and you hear me wax poetic about the territory days. Don't roll your eyes. I talk about it all the time, right? Because it's my era. I love my era of watching wrestling in the late 70s and early 80s. As a little kid, I watched the AWA. And watching the territories bloom and and buying the wrestling magazines uh, for me as a kid, there's so much wrestling. It wasn't all on TV. You just had to learn through the magazines. Like, what's this World Wrestling Council? What is this out of Puerto Rico? And who's Carlos Colon? And you come to find out that you've seen um, the Colon brothers on WWE TV and in Independence before. So their dad, I read about when I was a kid, Carlos Colon. Um, And then world-class wrestling in Florida and and Mid-South and California and Chicago and Indianapolis and Detroit. I mean, there's always was great wrestling. But here we are again in 2022, where if you're looking for options for wrestling, you can find it in your own backyard. Think about this. We are so hyper-focused in the WWE, and rightfully so. No matter how much we applaud or bitch and moan the WWE, We are looking at a company that's thriving. The WWE, this past Friday on SmackDown, drew a 2.3 rating. And I don't know how that was compared to anything else on Friday night, but the point is 2.3 million plus, plus, plus watched SmackDown live on Fox. Against the national championship game, in which my Georgia Bulldogs beat Alabama for once and finally knocked down the national championship, uh, Raw drew about a 1.4, rating. Now, it's not the Monday Night Wars, right? It's not back 20 years ago when wrestling shows were getting fours and fives. It's a whole different dynamic, as you well know, in wrestling. It's different now than it was 20 years ago. Point is, though, is that no matter what you think of the booking and how linear the booking is and and how things are going in the WWE, people are watching. People are interested in Roman Reigns. People are interested in Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman and the Usos and um, and... Charlotte and Becky Lynch and and Bianca Belair and and you know the New Day and so many others. People are interested in some of these matches and some of these storylines as we get ready for the Royal Rumble around the corner. Then of course WrestleMania. But wrestling is at an all time high with the WWE, what how they do business, and then of course all elite wrestling, all elite wrestling. No matter if you like it or not, AEW is going to be around here for a while because of the deal that they signed with Turner Broadcasting. Two YouTube shows, a show on TBS and a show on TNT. They're thriving, and they continue to do well, and they're growing slowly. I didn't expect the world from AEW at the beginning because I remember how WCW started. WCW started 
after their time with the NWA, when they turned to WCW and they had Monday Nitro, it wasn't very good. It was Hogan against the Dungeon of Doom. And it was matches that we already saw. Hogan against Kamala. Hogan against the One Man Gang. Hogan against Bruce Beefcake. It was just, uh, they were just feeding monsters to Hogan. And nobody cared. Until here comes Randy Savage, and here comes Roddy Piper, and then the NWO, and then Goldberg, and it, it just was able to grow from there. But AEW is growing, and AEW has got has stockpiled a lot of talent here, and they're getting they're letting go of some talent very quietly as well. Uh, the talent that you saw at the beginning of the Dynamite era of AEW is slowly kind of just leaking off the roster. They're just slowly just going elsewhere. And so whether you are a WWE fan, AEW, New Japan, MLW, Impact, NWA, no matter who you're a fan of, just keep in mind that wrestling is thriving, especially in your own backyard. As you listen to me, there's got to be an independent show someplace in your area. If you're listening to me in New York and New Jersey, you know there's plenty of independent wrestling there. Pennsylvania, if you're listening to me there, I get all of the stats on who's listening across the country. St. Louis, out in California, especially northern and southern California, uh, I get all the information of, of what areas are listening to this podcast. So if I'm talking to you directly in Texas or in Louisiana or it's in the Midwest or in the Pacific Northwest, keep in mind that somewhere along the lines, you have seen professional wrestling either uh, in your local arena or on fights on the fight app, F-I-T-E fight app. And that's where I saw Game Changer Wrestling. This leads me to Game Changer before we hear from Andre from Sirius XM's Busted Open. Now, let me just say this. So, independent wrestling in 2022 is different than it was years and years ago. I would go to an indie show, and some would say that Ring of Honor was an indie show, and that's, that's fine. That's where I first saw Seth Rollins, Tyler Black. That's where I first saw Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. That's where I first saw uh, Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. Um, this is where I saw the Briscoe Brothers. This is where I saw uh, no, Chris Hero and so many others that was just killing it. Uh, in the Chicagoland area, uh, going to shows at 115 Bourbon Street, watching AAW wrestling. I've seen my share of independent wrestling over the years. And now, lately, I've been seeing Warrior Wrestling, which we'll get into later on in this podcast. Warrior Wrestling is going to be at the Cic- in, in Cicero. i got to go see that show in, in February because it's not just one tag team coming in. That are that you've seen on national TV. It's not just a woman's match that where you saw one woman on national TV used to be. It's not just a singles match where you saw these two wrestlers. It's it's the whole card now. <laughs> it's like the whole card. It it is veteran wrestlers. It's young wrestlers. It's it's wrestlers in between trying to find themselves. It's wrestlers from AEW that's just coming to the independent shows for work. Joey Janela, who was on AEW TV, just quietly is no longer with the company. You know, one thing about Tony Khan, he's not going to tell you about your future endeavors and all that bullshit. They don't do that. They just kind of just like big swole, just fades off the roster. Like um, the librarians just kind of slowly fade off the roster. Right? They just don't see them anymore. And Joey Janela is in GCW. And he is prominently cheered Anywhere he goes, they the GCW just in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. I did not go to that show, but he was there and he was cheered loudly. 
you know, no matter what people called him, like Jelly Janela, like he couldn't work, the guy is over because he's been an independent so long. People know who he is. Matt Cardona, you just heard him with his wife, Chelsea Green. Matt Cardona, you remember Matt Cardona, right, Matt? I mean, this guy here, 10 years in the WWE, toiling in the WWE. He gets one WrestleMania moment, climbs the ladder, wins the Intercontinental Championship, and they take it away from him like in two weeks. It, it sucked, but here's a guy here that got himself over, and the WWE resented it. You're the internet champion, and people like you on the internet. You're drawing people on YouTube and and, and on Twitter. Nah, nah. You, you didn't grow organically with me, pal, so we're just going to cut your legs out from underneath him. Ten years toiling in the WWE, and now look at him. I see this guy at GCW. I've seen him pop up in a faction in the NWA. I've seen him in Impact Wrestling. It's amazing. So he was able to get to the Indies and making a really good living going from territory to territory, just like it did back in the day. Just like it did back in the day, where it'd be one wrestler in Dallas, and all of a sudden you see him in St. on St. Louis Wrestling. And then all of a sudden he goes from St. Louis Wrestling, you see him in Championship Wrestling from Florida. Then all of a sudden he's working for the Crockett's in the Carolinas. Then all of a sudden he's working for the Savoldi's in Jersey. Like, it's amazing, right? That's how it used to be. And so Cardona, who's not locked into, like, one company, can move around. Janela can move around. Leo Rush, who was just released by AEW, was on this Game Changer show in New York. Jeff Jarrett, who had retired doing a podcast with Conrad Thompson. All of a sudden now he's reinvented himself. My point is, is that... No matter what, you're seeing independent stars being able to make money and draw crowds, huge crowds. I watch this fight TV thing all the time when I have some downtime just to see what's out there. And it, it's amazing the people that are coming to see this because it's not the WWE and because it's not AEW. And by the way, the other thing that's really unique about this is that the crossover appeal of how AEW wrestlers are wrestling in the indies i saw dante martin at that warrior wrestling show in tinley park illinois uh, right outside of chicago i'm like wait a minute here he is and here comes thunder rosa here comes the other people i mean um ruby soho wrestled on this game changer against ali catch and you know i see impact wrestling i see nwa wrestlers i see all these other stars wrestling on independent shows just like this gcw show so I think that that is really, really good for the business. My big point is, is that it's great that we see this cross-section of wrestlers being out here, being able to entertain us. It's like, hey, you know what? I don't wrestle for AEW anymore, but I'm in your backyard. Come see me. And so it's really, and I think that Phil Lindsay, who was on the show last week, you can go back to the archives of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, my conversation with Phil Lindsay from Grapsity Podcast. Phil says this all the time. He says, you know what, if you don't like the company, or if you don't like the promotion, root for the wrestlers individually. Buy their merch, support them when they come to your town, and check them out. And you know what, he's so right about that. So, talking about Game Changer Wrestling, so I watched this. It's the first time I watched an entire GCW show. I ordered it on Fight, on the Fight app, F-I-T-E Fight app, because I was interested. I started seeing these clips on Twitter and I saw this Hammerstein Ballroom. Now, if you're an ECW fan from back in the day, you know they ran that venue. I think WWE ran that venue as well um, for the one-night stand show. I believe it was at that venue. Point is, though, I had never seen so many people at the Hammerstein Ballroom. I was like, wait a minute now. Hold on. There was, this place was packed. 
And again, if you don't believe me, check their Twitter and, and, or order the, the event. It, you can still see it. It, just, it took place this past Sunday. That place was packed. It was well over 2,000 people there, and they were loud, and they were into it. There was a mob scene. And one of the, one of the big heat seekers in this was Matt Cardona. And he's not the smiley face Matt that you saw you know, um, in the WWE. This guy is a heel. He doesn't care about you. He cares about his merch and his career. And he wrestled uh, Joey Janela in a hell of a match on GCW. Lenny Leonard and Independent Wrestling Hall of Famer Dave Prezak on the call on GCW. Down across his back. Chelsea Green, I feel like, has so much potential as a wrestler, but she's just wasting her time with Cardona. Thank you, ma'am. May I have another? Joey Janela is toyetic as fuck, without a doubt. And he's got the cane and breaks it over his knee. Right into the crowd. And now, the bad boy with Chelsea Green. Pile driver! Chelsea gets spiked. Hopefully that's enough to keep Chelsea Green from interfering in this match any further. Joey Janela. Wait a minute, who is that? In Ryan Gear Pudding, whoever that is, just sent Joey Janela through the door in the corner. Who's behind that helmet? Reveal yourself. Ryan Myers! Come on! What a fuckhead. What is he doing here? Helping out Cardona. His best friend in the entire world. Fuck, he's remained neutral in all this until now. I thought he was the cool one of the duo. Setting up the door between those two chairs. Brian Myers breaking my heart right now. Setting up the bad boy for his ultimate doom. God damn it. No, not like this, guys. Not like this. No. And Cardona wins the matchup. With the help of Brian Myers. Matt Cardona comes out and he defeats Joey Janela with the help from Brian Myers on the outside. Um, point is, though, is that <laughs> Matt Cardona comes out there with the flannel looking like Mick Foley and then having a cane like the Sandman coming out to enter Sandman to Sandman's music. And then he's got a beer. I mean, he was just trolling, um, you know, former wrestlers from ECW and just it was just amazing uh how much heat that Cardona gets they don't like him just going back to the days where Cardona um won the GCW championship uh and people just don't like him at all when he beat Nick Gage it just it, it just upset the internet they hated it right so that was an interesting matchup and then Jeff Jarrett and again I talked to Jeff Jarrett about his time uh, with GCW as he was going to be at the uh, in Hoffman Estates while well, he was at New York at the Hammerstein Ballroom for this matchup against a wrestler named Effie, right? Effie is very popular in GCW. And so Jeff Jarrett, I had to see this, right? Jeff is dressed in all black and he's got like, you know, black boots and he's got like a black, you know, T-shirt and jeans, like a muscle t-shirt and jeans. He looks good. He still looks in wrestling shape, about 225 pounds. He looks good, but he's different though. He's slower and he's going he's attacking people. It's almost Terry Funk like in a lot of ways where he's attacking the people around ringside and he's got his guitar, but his guitar it's not just like the old Kabong stuff he used to do in WCW or the WWE. 
it's a little bit more vicious, and he's a little bit more of a darker character as he took care of Effie in this match. So close. But finally, Effie was able to recover from that whipping for several minutes all around the ringside area, through the ring. Got that momentum on his side, and Effie now. The back of Effie, look at the arms and shoulders of Effie. Not just the muscularity and all that shit, but all those belt marks, all those lashes, all those welts. And now he's got the belt. Payback here on Jarrett with the belt. Continuing to whip away on Jeff Jarrett. And now a little bit of some more of his own medicine. Effie just using that belt to snapmare Jarrett across the ring. And now Effie's back on the attack. Effie can put him away right here if he focuses. Up to the second row, just waiting for the right moment. He has Jarrett in his sights. Off the top, nobody home. He's going for that blockbuster. But Jarrett moved out of harm's way and he's going for that guitar now. Guitar slid into the ring, and Jarrett wants to once again just take out Effie with it. Oh, from Effie before the guitar could come into play. Two. No. Only two. Effie almost had him right there, but now Effie's got that six string. He didn't get it at the five and dime, though. He stole it from Jarrett, and now he's tearing off the fishnets. Similar, some would say, to, to a Jerry Lawler pulling the strap down. When yeah. Effie tears off the fishnets, he's going to fuck you up. It's time to fight. Time to get serious. And putting them in the mouth of Jeff Jarrett. Yes, justice. Tearing the eyes of Jeff Jarrett, doing everything with those fishnet remnants. Trying to put him out. And now, once again, going back to the guitar. Effie's got it in his hand. Effie about to get some... Revenge, it's a dish, best served cold or al fresco. But Effie's ready to consume all of it and shut down the clout vampire Jeff Jarrett forever. Denied. Jarrett, again with that guitar over the head of Effie. No! Into the canvas face first. Effie was able to shrug off the guitar shot, but that impact into the canvas, Effie had nowhere to go. God, Daddy's been pinned. The veteran winner of the match wins the match. Effie's nose is busted. Jeff Jarrett's got busted open as well. Two. Two count. Moxley had the tights but couldn't put him away. Now just biting back. Just biting on his ear again. Biting on the side of the face. Getting those chairs in position. Moxley. Double arm. DDT on the chairs. That's got to be it. Homicide just got spiked. Cover. One. Two. Oh, Homicide got the shoulder up. Moxley can't believe it. Moxley was that close to retaining the title, but he's going to have to take it to another level to take out the notorious 187 Homicide. Homicide wagging that finger at Moxley. No, not yet. And Moxley losing his temper here. Not something you usually see out of John Moxley. Frustration starting to show on the world champion here. And with good reason. Stuff that would take out 9 out of 10 of the wrestlers in the game haven't been able to take out Homicide. Homicide's still in this, despite his current appearance. The Homicide supporters trying to encourage him to fight back to his feet. 
Chance of 187 starting to get Mox. split with Let's Go Mox. Let's Go Mox! Fans of both, but definitely I feel Let's like the fans of 187 are in the majority at this moment. Trying to get in the head of Homicide as well. And he'll have none of it. Firing away and oh. fighting him once again. Whatever it takes to become GCW World Champion. Off the ropes. The chair still looming ominously. Ducks under. Oh, oh close line. No duck in that. He almost took the top of his head off. Homicide on wobbly legs now. This could be it. DDT to the chair. Cover. One, two, three. Moxley retains the world title. So John Moxley is the game-changer wrestling heavyweight champion. And, of course, going back to what we saw from him in AEW as he made his return in Washington, D.C., it was so good for him to be able to address the fans and says that he's, his mind's clear, you know, those devil, you know, the, the demons still around him. He's trying to clear those demons away. And, of course, he, of course, if you know, Moxley went through rehab for three-plus months, and uh, now he's back in the wrestling scene. He looks good, and he looks really ferocious as he defeated uh, Homicide there for the GCW World Championship. So Moxley retains there. I thought it was a really interesting card. Again, it wasn't just what Vince, Vince McMahon would call blood and guts. It wasn't that. Um, they had a good ladder match. It was good to see Leo Rush, who just got released, take on Blake Christian. Blake Christian, I'm really impressed by him. That was a good matchup. Uh, team Gringo against Team Bandito, just a, a perfect Lucha Libre six-man tag team matchup. Um, big fan of Bandito from his days at Ring of Honor. Uh, Ruby Soho against Ali Catch. It's good to see Ruby Soho. She won the matchup. I think people were kind of mixed on that. They wanted Ali Catch to win because she's a independent wrestling favorite, and Ruby Soho uh, won that matchup. The Open Challenge, the Briscoes, they lost their tag team championships to Nick Gage and Matt Tremont. Um, it makes me think that there's something going on with the Briscoes. Um, their Ring of Honor is closed, so is AEW next? WWE next? Where are they going? Uh, and so I thought it was a very, very good card. And don't forget, people, I'm giving away AEW tickets uh, all week long on the Cap and J Wood Morning Show, 8.50 a.m. Central. Tune in to ESPN 1000 locally in Chicago or download the ESPN Chicago app so you can listen to our show live and for your opportunity to win tickets to see AEW when it comes to the Wintrust Arena in uh, Chicago. All right. So I've given you my thoughts on GCW. I think it's a very interesting time for wrestling. Let me call up Andre Viola. Andre Viola is an executive producer from Series XM's Busted Open. You can hear me on that uh, show, on that channel from time to time, talking pro wrestling, just like I do here on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Let me call Andre. We'll get his thoughts about GCW, get his thoughts about independent wrestling, and also, he's the guy with the tinfoil hat. We say this at the channel at, at uh, Busted Open. He always has tinfoil hat thoughts about stuff. So I want to get his thoughts about the Royal Rumble, about AEW, and uh, some of the other things that's going on around wrestling. Here's my conversation with Andre Viola from Sirius XM's Busted Open on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. 